Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. sleep in your quarters back at the guild when you are woken up by a loud knocking at the door and uh, you get up to open it and uh, when you open the door there's no one there but a note flutters down to the ground and it says Kitsa meet me in the guild master's office signed A okay well I assume this is Andy this seems pretty straightforward I will, you know, change out of my pajamas and things really quickly and grab my, the basic necessities and head toward Andy's office. Alrighty. So you, you get down to Andy's office and then you knock on the door and you go in and inside you see Arwen sitting at Andy's desk and he says, ah, Kitsa, please come in, sit down. And uh, he, he straightens himself out a little bit as you sit down and you can you can tell he's pretty stressed just from his body language. And he says, Andy is currently taking a much needed leave from being Guildmaster and she is working on the investigation privately. But uh, never mind that. How are, how are you, Kitsa? How are you doing? You know, I, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Is she like, do you guys have any sort of like mental health plan? She seemed pretty stressed the last time we saw her. And I know the investigation is important, but I think she also needs to take like some her time, you know? He kind of rubs his temples a little bit and he says, yes, I've been uh, making sure that she has been taking some self-care days for herself. And I... I have one planned next weekend, and trust me, we are we are taking care of all that. Good, because she te- she carries the tension in her shoulders, you know. Yes, uh, I totally agree. I tell her yeah. that every day, and she just never listens mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, but you know, I think I think I'm doing pretty good. I feel like um, you know, no one innocent died on our last uh, escapade. The bad guy did get away, but I think I would say it was a net positive day. Net positive. He just kind of nods and he says, uh, yes, yes, we we all know the the outcome of, of your last adventure. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, he says... it was just yesterday. <laughs> it was just yesterday. He says, I, I've called you down here, Kitsa, because I have a mission for you. You won't be with your team. However, you won't be on your own. You'll have a partner with you for this mission. And you hear the door open behind you, and in walks Lily, Lily the librarian. And love her. 
<laughs> that, that audio just sounded like you dropped everything. <laughs> you like, no, oh I was... I was, like, grabbing for my notebook and things so I can take notes so I know what's happening. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, Lily walks in, and she sheepishly waves at you, and she says, uh, hiya, Kit. And she she walks in, and she sits down next to you. Hello. How are you doing? What have, what have you been up to? Have you been, you know, what's the goss, girl? And she says, well, you know, everything's been a little bit tense around here, but I'm really excited to go on an adventure with you. Oh my gosh, me too. We're going to be like best friends when this is over. <laughs> and uh, Arwen nods at the both of you and he says, so your mission for today. A few days ago, two animals that we believe to be familiars in the forms of a cat and an owl wandered up to the front doors, and we believe that their casters might be in danger, and we want you to follow these familiars and execute a rescue mission, if need be. Amazing. You know, (laughs) did you know I have a familiar? And he says, you have a familiar... I, I have not seen your familiar before. Okay, um, give me a sec. And I start casting Find Familiar, but it takes, like, ten minutes because <laughs> I have to cast it as a ritual. So I'm like, okay, just give me a sec. It'll only be, like, ten minutes. And then anytime he tries to talk, I'm just be like, no, 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 just, just give me a sec as I am casting this spell. Oh, my God. Okay. So huh. then uh, you're – I forget his name. You're Dragon. It's Dracaris, but I'm Dracaris, get- right. Yeah, instead of a dragon, I'm just going to do, like, a cute little sprite. It's like a little glowing periwinkle sprite. It's still called Dracaris, but um, it's just a cute little, like, fairy. And Lily goes, aw, he's so cute. Isn't he? I love him so much. <laughs> and uh, Arwen smiles and he says, oh, yes, that's that's wonderful, Kitsa. I'm, I'm glad that you're excelling in your, your magic. Yeah, most people don't know how to do that with their familiars. <laughs> did you Dardle say most people do can't do that most people can't do that i mean dartle can't even do it he's like a wizard it's whatever <laughs> so he says yes it, it it looks like you two are well equipped for this uh mission today but b- before i forget please please take these and he pulls out two uh golden emblems with the the guild diamond in the middle the the diamond letters gth in it and he says this is a magical item that we've started giving out to everyone. And with it, we can track your location in case you were to go missing. And it also acts as an emergency signal, a two-way emergency signal. If you press your palm to the emblem, it will send us a signal that you need help. And we will drop everything to have someone come and help you. And likewise, if you see it glowing, we need you to drop everything and come help us. Okay, and, glowing. uh... need help palm gets help um got it so it it can be worn as like it's it's kind of big it it can be worn as like uh an amulet or like a bracelet or like stuck on to a bracer or anything else can i like um i'm gonna before we leave like go to my room and i'm gonna wear it like a hair brett 
Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Definitely. Um, I usually prefer, like, silver things, because I have, like, this silver necklace, and I'm wearing gold, and that's kind of gauche, but, you know. <laughs> so maybe next time, maybe when you come out with, like, the updated, like, if you're doing, like, a patch release or something, you can just, you know, make them silver or something. It just, just like, um, notes for the future. Arwen sighs, and he waves his hand around a little bit, and it, it turns silver. <gasps> Thank you, Arwen. And he says, please, do not lose it. It in the wrong hands, it can be abused and taken advantage of. I will guard this with my life. Well, not with my life, but like I will it's gonna really be on your try head. not. It'll be on my head. So, well, if someone was like, if someone like held up a magical gun or like a magic missile to me and was like, give actually no, I would just like shatter them or something. Okay, no, that would I'm, be that would be good because like you can feign like you can do like the the Home Alone like oh my gosh and put your head your hands on your head. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> subtly just move the, the guild envelope. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> um, good times. <laughs> so Lily just kind of uh, puts hers in her pocket for now. And Arwen says, You can find uh, these familias outside when you are ready to leave, and I advise <laughs> that you take an extra piece of fruit with you just in case. Yeah, we can find the familiars. You can find the familiars. Yeah, I see what you did there, Arwen. You're a jokester. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll go get some fruit. We'll go outside. I'll get some regular fruit too for the little for the little beasties. Oh hell yeah! Okay, so you gather your fruit. You get yourselves outside, and you see these two animals sitting very patiently outside the guild doors. The cat is grown, and it's fur is completely snow white and uh the owl is a barn owl and it is small and situated on the cat's back and they just kind of stare at you hello i mean they're not gonna say anything back i crouch expectantly (laughs) um and lily uh crouches down and she begins to pet the cat a little bit and the cat responds by nudging her, nudging her hand, and it's very cute. Aw. I'm gonna get Um, some of my pet fruit out and, like, offer it gently to the cat slash owls. Um, yeah, they both, uh, eat it, not, like, not as if they're starving or anything, they just kind of peck at it, like, accepting your your peace offering. Mm -hmm. After you do that, they get up and they start to walk towards the, uh, the the shopping district. I guess we follow them. Uh, Lily looks at you and she shrugs and she says, "Yeah, I guess so." And uh, uh, yeah, so you, I'm guessing you follow them. Yeah, we do. And uh, the the two of them walk very confidently and with purpose, and they lead you through the shopping district. And it's in the middle of the day, so the shop owners are there, and they're kind of. Watching your little parade of this uh, this cat and this owl, and then you two following behind them, and they they wave at you because they know who you are, but they're they're looking at the the familiars kind of strangely, like what what the heck is going on here? Can the sprite also ride on the back of the cat? It's a tiny little sprite. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's um, it we won't like, like bat it away or anything. Cool. Just add a little bit more magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little this cat train, this cat bus. Um, yeah, I love them. 
Um, <laughs> so the the way that the shopping district is, is situated, the guild is on one side of it, and on the other side of it is the forest that you've been in before. And uh, they walked straight into the forest without any hesitation. And they walk you through. And uh, you're just kind of following them without, you know, any excitement or anything. And as you're walking, Lily says, So, Kitsa, I, I know you're really close with your family. How have they been? Oh, well, you know, it's been a, it's been a second since I got a letter from them. But um, they're all doing great so far. You know, the younger ones causing trouble as they do, as they do. You know, they're just, they're just like wild and young. And they just have so much energy that they have to use it by destroying stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. She laughs. Yeah. And, and, you know, and like the baby, oh my gosh, he's gotten so big since the last time I've seen him. It's so weird. You know, you ever think about how like you're just living your life and like you're the oldest you've ever been. And then you watch a kid like who was a baby who was like literally in someone's stomach and now they're like walking and you're just like, how did this happen so quickly? And then you think about like when your parents are watching you grow and how sad it must have been for them to watch you like be a baby and now you're a fully grown adult. And now I'm gone and I'm sure they miss me so much. <laughs> She um she nods and listens very intently as you're as you're telling her about your siblings. And she says, "Yeah, I I know exactly that feeling. I have two younger siblings at home and it it's just them two and my dad and uh we've been a a small family ever since I was really young." Yeah. What are what are their names? How old are they? Good question. <laughs> I say knowing full well, but you don't. I'm sorry. Lily says, uh, well, my youngest sister, her name is Luann. She is the baby of the family. And uh, my brother that is just younger than me in the middle of us is named Louis. And Luann is about six now. And Louis is about 10. Wait, how old are you? She's like you. You just know from being around. She's about like eighteen. Oh, okay, okay, just check. Cause she said like just younger, and I was like, wait, is she like twelve? <laughs> that makes no, sense. No. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So yeah, that that that's that's my family. I got this job so I could support them while I'm away. And how did you get this job? Like, what what drew you here? Cause I got a, a note message that was like, hey, want to be an adventurer? And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, but, you know, you're doing, like, uh, library work. You gotta get, like, a master's to do that, right? <laughs> Fantasy master's degree. Fantasy grad school. <laughs> it's like regular grad school, but worse somehow. Uh, she says, well, in the city that I grew up in, I always spent all my time in the in the city library, and I studied all the rare books that they had there, and uh, I I actually met Andy as she was traveling through, and... She, I, I don't really know. I guess she just kind of saw me and had a feeling about me and asked if I would be her librarian. That is so lovely. It's like perfect. It's basically fate. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So um, you're continuing this conversation and soon you walk out of the forest. You You walk out through the edge of the forest, and it ends. But as soon as you do, the cat and the owl stop, and they turn around, 
and uh, the cat begins to hiss at the trees that you just came from. And up in the trees, you can see that some things, some of the branches are kind of moving and rustling by themselves. And you can kind of make out their silhouettes as they do. And two wood imps jump out of the trees and onto the ground. Roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> is, there, is there any way I can get a spell off before you roll initiative or no? Um, what are you trying to do? I was just going to cast fairy fire. Which just makes them all glow. Makes them... Oh, okay. Yeah, and gives, uh, it like, gives can advantage. You, can you justify why you would have that advantage on them? Well, mostly because I was waiting for you to finish your description, but as soon as I saw something shaking, I was gonna just cast it. But okay. if not, yeah, I don't sure. mind waiting in initiative, because I also think I'm no, up first. No, that's fine. Yeah, um, it, it just makes them glow. It doesn't do any damage or anything, right? No damage. It's just like a square. It kind of it lights up a square with magical fairy light that, for my purposes, is periwinkle. And um, okay, got it. And they can't be invisible. Is just the thing. Okay, great. Um, they they look like how you would imagine a an imp would look, like little devil fairies with wings. They have kind of like tiny little branches, like poking out of the sides of them, so you can tell that they're wood imps. So yeah, roll initiative. Oh yeah, I rolled a seventeen. Oh boy, heck yeah! Lily rolled. What did she roll? She rolled an eleven. And one of these boys rolls. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Hey, oh wait, no, that's not good for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good for I you. I just reflexively like, oh, natural 20, that's so good. And then the other one rolls a 15. Okay, so this imp boy, let me pull out my homebrewed character sheet for him. Oh, homebrewed. Homebrewed. Ina Garten would be so proud. <laughs> it's for all you Barefoot Contessa fans out there. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Food Network um, show. It's great. <laughs> okay, so um, he is going to, once he figures out that uh, you lit him up with a spell, he's going to lunge at you and try to sting you. And he rolls. Oh, boy. That's a 22. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay, let's get the rest of my dice out here. Um, roll a... Oh man, hold on. I have a I have a DC save written down here, but I don't know what stat it's for. Ba 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 ba. Con, con save. Roll con. Con. Uh, not great. That is. An eight. That does not save. Yeah, I didn't think so. So, ooh, you might get hit pretty hard here. That's four, ten, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen damage. Oh, that's that's a lot. Yeah, sure is. Um, but now you uh, get, now it's your turn. 
So he, he bites right into you, and it's, uh, you take, you took some piercing damage, and then, you took four piercing damage, and then ten poison damage. Okay, um, I will cast Arms of Hadar. Um, give me a sec, I'll explain it. I got a new phone, so I have to, like, I have, I don't have my old spell book. Oh, I have an app on, um, on, on, from the app, the Apple App Store. I have That's an, pretty good. I have one, but it's not, like, the same as my... It's just a whole thing. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> all okay. creatures within 10 feet of me that I'm, like, mad at will need to make okay. a strength saving throw. Okay. That's definitely both of them. Okay. So, oh, they are not very strong. Good. Um, what's the DC? Um, it's my spell save DC, which is 13. Okay. Oh, that's a four and a 14. Okay, so one passes, one fails. So the one that did not bite you saved. Okay. Um, okay, so the one that saves takes four damage. The other one that failed takes eight damage. And they can't take reactions. On their next turn. Okay, so the first one took four. The second one... Oh, wait, that took... I'm so sorry, because I forgot I cast everything at second level. Okay, so that was 14 damage total. And then halved oh. for the other one. Sorry, I forgot I had to roll an extra dice. Oh, no, 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 you're good. Um, So the one that bit you was the one that didn't save. And so he took 14, you said? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. And the other one took seven? Yep. Got it. Math. Okay. And it probably traumatized uh, Lily a little bit to see I'm just standing there and then all of a sudden, like, my chest kind of rips open with, like, a bunch of black tentacles coming out and just strangling them and then retreating back into me. Yeah, she's, like, wide-eyed at you, like... I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of new. <laughs> okay, so, so imp number best. two is going to attack Lily with the same attack. That is 18, which probably hits her. Yes. Um... I have a whole character sheet for her. I came prepared. Okay, so she gets hit with... Ooh, that's seven. The DC save. That is a... I have two characters attacking each other. That's a plus zero, so she fails on that. She's going to take a big hit, too. So, uh, that's seven plus nine, twelve, fifteen. Are you rolling damage? Yes. Oof. So she took fifteen damage. Oh, and there's... Okay. There's another thing. I don't know how to read. So for Fairy Fire, they both need to make deck saves to see if they're affected by it. Oh, okay. 
Uh, they're pretty good at decks. Well, roll low then. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a 22. Okay. For one of them. Lower. And then, uh, that's a, that's eight. So, so, 22 and eight. So, whichever one rolled the eight, they're the one who's affected by a fairy fire. Which means okay. that- we'll say that, um, we'll say that it's the one farther away from you. Okay. So, imp number two. So- Imp number two is visible. Imp number one is invisible. So I need to just... I'm just saying that out loud so I yeah. can keep track of it. So that way later um, when we mess up, we can have like listeners tell us that we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to my life. Um, <laughs> ba, 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 da, ba, ba. Okay, so imp number two... The one that is visible is going to attack... Oh, wait. I just did that. Uh, So now it's Lily's turn. Lily is going to attack the one that attacked her. Um, With... Lily's a rogue, by the way. Ooh, okay. (laughs) A rogue librarian. What is she gonna do? What is she gonna do? Can she dual wield? That's fucking... That would be cool. Can she dual wield? That sounds like a thing rogues can do. If it's, like, two Uh, daggers. As long as it's, like, two small weapons, I think that's how that works. Because she can attack as an action. Yeah, she has has two two daggers. So, like, I don't see anything, though, that says, like, dual wield on it. So. Oh, two-weapon fighting. Here Mm -hmm. we go. Hell yeah. So does that mean I can attack I can attack with uh two weapons per turn even though I don't have a bonus action? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think if you can do more than one attack per turn, it says that. Okay, yeah, it I doesn't think that say means that, that you so. could just wield like if you had like a hand crossbow and a dagger, you could probably trade those off. Um Okay, I see. Okay, so she is just gonna she has a short sword, so she's going to attack it with a short sword. Um, and that that would be plus strength, right? To roll? Uh, dex for rogues. It's finesse. Okay, plus dex. Mm-hmm. Got it. Oh, that is a... An 18, so that definitely hits. Um... Is that on the... One is that on the visible one from the yes, fire? that's on the visible one. So she should have advantage on that, too. Oh, okay. Well, she. Which, I mean, which means she, she hit gets him. sneak attack is the thing. Oh, because if you have advantage, you get sneak attack, or if it's like being flanked by an ally, you also get sneak attack damage. What What does sneak attack? T- oh, oh, an extra three d six. Woo! Hell yeah! All right. Um. So she's gonna hit the fuck out of this kid um so that was eight plus oh man what's eight plus six 14 16 21 hell yeah lily good job lil can i call you lil is that okay or do you prefer lily oh yeah i like that okay Okay, this uh, visible wood imp is looking pretty fucking bad. <laughs> he's like bloody on the ground, but he's still going. So now it is back to you. 
okay, um, I'm gonna do something a little wild, just a little bit crazy, and uh, fire off an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> um, oh wait, sorry, it's not back to you. It's back to Imp One. Well, now you I'm know stupid. my secret plan. <laughs> oh, I would have never guessed that. Um, okay, he's gonna throw a thorn at you, hmm. which is a ranged weapon attack. Be a lot cooler if you didn't. Well, I'm gonna. And that is 16. Does that hit? Yes. Okie dokie. So basically, he's like right up on you anyway, so uh, he's just gonna stab a thorn into you. And that does. 10 piercing damage. Ooh. Yeah, I am um, not feeling great. You have uh, you have healing potions, right? Yeah, I have I have something. I, I, I have healing water. I feel like I have um, a little red healing cloak that does something. I have that written down, and I have a healing potion. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> I don't remember the healing cloak, but the, the we got the... magic healing fabric. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had my made into I forgot. a cloak and dyed red. I think I have. I it. forgot when I gave that to you, I f- but I do remember giving it to you. Gosh, if I could make any sense of my notes, <laughs> it's like this tiny little like four inch by three inch notebook, and I draw pictures in half of it. <laughs> Man, I really wish we had some sort of record that told us exactly. What we did. If only when. there was a way to know what we did in past <laughs> sessions. Unfortunately, such a power would be witchcraft and punishable by fire. Hey, fans. Uh, I need a fan wiki just so I can know what I said on on the podcast because in my notes, I don't know what I said and uh, what I have, the difference between what I've said in the actual show and what's written down on my notes. So, like... If someone could make a fan wiki, that would be That's fucking such awesome. That's D and D mood because no one in this <laughs> entire group is like no one's the Marisha right. Like we don't have a person who's just taking good notes the entire time. <laughs> You're taking some notes, which is I the most anyone is doing. Aesthetic, like I drew like Kitsa and Lily friends forever, and like I, oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. real. Are we in a battle? Are we doing something right now? <laughs> yeah, we're in a- okay. Um. Okay, so he, he just attacked you. It's your turn. Okay, cool. Um, Eldritch Blast at the... Which one is looking the worst? Whichever one has is uh, looking worst. I, I don't need to know the number. It's not relevant to me. Okay, it's the one that's by Lily. There's one in front of you and there's one in front of Lily, and it's the visible one that is in front of Lily. Okay, the one by Lily, then. Okay. That is a... 17 to hit. Yeah, dude, that hits. That is... Oh my gosh. Four plus three is seven. Seven damage. Okay. He is dead. He poofs. He just, like, disappears? Yeah, so you uh, Eldritch blast him, and then he uh, gets thrown back into a tree, and when he does, he just disintegrates. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, he's dead now, and it was his turn next, so it's now Lily's turn. But the imp that's on you is still, uh, pretty looking okay, so she's gonna attack him. 
Um, again with her, well, let me look at, she's got a lot of weapons, so I, I need to see what, what damage that each of them does. It looks about the same for most of them. So she is just gonna do short sword again. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. short sword again. That is dexterity modifier to hit. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Hey. So, um, have I been doing double damage on natural twenty? I can't remember. Honestly, I, like in this campaign. Yes, in this campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she's gonna do. Uh, double damage with her short sword, which is nice. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh man! Oh man! She smites him. Hey! She cuts him down, and he he disintegrates as well. She like uh, she doesn't like all the all the damage that he did to you, so. She runs over to you and she yells and she swings her sword down and she just uh, cuts right through him and he disintegrates along with his friend. And she hit his HP right on the mark, so that's very cool <sighs> of her to do. Thank you. She says, you're very welcome. Hello. It's me, Amelia, voice of the one and only Kitsa, here to do the mid-roll announcements. I edited this episode because that's how the world is sometimes. Sorry it's going up a little late, what with the Thanksgiving holiday and this being my first time editing a podcast. Let's dive right in. First up, Hannah's interview with Commune, the DM's Essential Skit podcast, was posted right after we posted our last episode. You can find them on Instagram at commune underscore podcast or linktree at commune for access to all of their good content. We have new holiday sweaters at our merch store. They're totally rad and super soft. I just ordered mine and you can too. Our lovely listeners get 15% off with code GF15, that's GF15, at merch.guildfellows.com. If you'd like to support the work we do, consider donating to our Patreon at Guildfellows. For as little as $1 a month, you can get inclusive access to our exclusive Discord. $5 lets you snoop at Hannah's DM notes, and you can check out higher gift tiers on our Patreon page. It is, after all, the season of giving. Another way to support us is leaving a kind review on Apple Podcasts, like the wonderful Headhunter1032 who said, Fantastic, calm, fun. This podcast is shorter, sweeter, and enjoyable to listen to. If you want a campaign that isn't derived on dark past stories and such, this podcast is phenomenal and good to listen to as they play. If you want us to read your kind words, drop a sick review on Apple Podcasts and we'll share it in our next announcements. To stay up to date on all the latest and greatest from the guys and gals at Guildfellows, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Guildfellows. We'll do an Instagram-only dice giveaway based on a beloved NPC once we hit 250 followers. We've got a ways to go, and you, dear listener, could help us achieve that milestone. Our next episode following the solo escapade of our favorite wizard gnome Dartle will be up on December 18th. We may be taking a winter hiatus for a couple weeks after that and we'll keep you all posted. And last, but not least, we hope you have a lovely holiday season for those who celebrate. And if you don't, well, we hope you can stay warm with the ones you love. I'm Amelia, and this has been your mid-roll announcements.
Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcasts, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alrighty, um, that was a nice fight. Yeah, do we want to take like a little rest for a while? Like a short rest? <laughs> like, like, a, <laughs> like a rest that's short in nature? Yeah, like not like a long rest. Like I don't need that much. <laughs> Maybe just like, you know, a hot second just to catch our breath for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, short. Um, short rest, what does that do? Uh, we can roll hit dice if we want to, which I would like to. Yes, I would also like to for Lily. Um, if certain people can get their spell slots back, so... Uh, not me. I don't got any spells. Not Lily. Um, short rest. One hour long. Does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, tending to wounds. Spend one or more hit dice at the end of a short rest. Up to the character's maximum number of hit dice equal to the character's level. Okie dokie. Yeah, and then I don't know how long this in-game time is going to take, but just so you know, after a long rest, you get half of your hit die back. Okay. So she should... I assume, where do I find... I'm on the D and... I'm on D&D Beyond. Where's, where does it say my hit dice? Um, it's a... There should be, like, a short rest. I don't know. I don't really use D&D Beyond. I have paper because I'm a Luddite, and also my computer can't handle that and record audio at the same time. Oh, right, short rest. Okay, I see, I see. Okay. Um, cool. Um. It's a D8 for Rogue, so you could also... Well, I don't know. Yes. D8. That is not that one. It's the pyramid one. Okay. Um. But, 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 not the D4 pyramid one, the double pyramid one. Eight. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I might as well roll on Five, it. yeah. I, yeah, I get all the way up. Um, I do as well. Uh, that reminded me cool. of a popular fast food franchise slogan, but I'm not going to sing it because, you know, they don't sponsor, sponsor us. us. <laughs> so we uh, we spent a, an hour doing nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, and resting. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yep, as I do with my pals. <clears throat> um, so the uh, once the, the wood imps are both disintegrated, they... Cat and Owl look at both of you, and they bow just a tiny little bit. I curtsy. <laughs> and they continue forward. And we and follow. Yeah, you. we follow. Uh, so your team continues farther north, 
And as you go, the terrain gets a little rougher and a little bit colder. And eventually a fog begins to surround you. But these two animals continue onward with their same complete confidence. And at this point, as you continue to walk, it gets uh, very, very hard to see. And Lily turns to you and she says, Uh, Kit, do you feel okay about all of this? Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, this seems pretty sketch. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that too. And, uh, as you continue walking, eventually the animal pair stops. In front of you, you are able to make out a large abandoned manor. You can see multiple floors, lots of windows, but it doesn't look like that there is anyone in it. In the yard, there is a large fence blocking your way, and the cat scales the fence effortlessly, and the owl just flaps over it. And once they get to the other side, they wait for you patiently. Okay, so this place is definitely haunted, right? Uh, Lily looks over at you, and she just kind of shrugs. Okay. Um, are you, like, good at climbing things? Uh, what is... That's, a that's athletics, right? No, she's not good at climbing things. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, like, bad at it. I'm not great. Like, I might be she's slightly bad above <laughs> average, or at average. Okay. Um, yeah. Do we see, she like... She says... Oh. Right, go ahead. No, you, you say what she says. She says, uh, well, I, I have a lot of rope. Um, okay. We'll keep that. Uh, I have no rope, so that's good. <laughs> Do we see a, like, is there a gate or anything in the fence? Yes, but it is locked. There's a large deadbolt on, on the front of it. Do you know how to pick locks? That is a... Is that a sleight of hand? So, rogues, I think, if they are, like, proficient with these tools, right? So I think that's dex plus their proficiency modifier. What flavor uh, rogue is she? What flavor? Yeah. I, is, she I level, don't... is she, like, at least level three? She's probably proficient yes. in thieves' tools, honestly. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um... Do, 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 do proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you use that makes any of the chosen proficiencies. Um. I mean, yeah, she's probably like that's safe to assume. I I think I remember seeing that one of her. She's a rogue. I'm pretty sure they all are. Yeah. Um. And she has them. She has thieves' tools. Yeah. Then she's probably proficient in it. Yeah, um, so you said, uh, so on a, so say that again, what I would have to, what uh, I would have to do, sorry. Roll a d20, add your dex and your proficiency modifier. Okay. So, assuming she's level four, her proficiency is plus two. Okay, so I, I just need to decide what the DC for this yeah. So this lock is going to be. Okay. Oh, but you're the DM. You already had that totally figured out, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh man, she gets it right on the money. Okay, she rolled a 15. Um, yeah. So she uses her thieving tools. Does it say what's in the thieves? It's like like a lockpick. Um, probably different sorts of like, I would assume like Allen wrenches and things just that you can use oh, yeah, to okay. get in places. Small file, set of lockpicks, small mirror, narrow bladed scissors, and a pair of pliers. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. She gets it right on the money. So she breaks it open with ease and you're in and the, uh, the animals continue on into the building and the door, whenever I I assume you walk up to the, to the front door, it is slightly open. So the cat can walk right inside. Okay. Um, I am going to take a deep breath. I'm going to say, wait a sec. And I will send my little sprite forward into the building, and I will attempt to see through its eyes. So we haven't entered yet, so I'll, like, put my arm on uh, Lil's shoulder. Okay. So, like, because I'll be, like, blind right now. Right, okay. And I'm going to, like, what is it, warg? Warg through the thing. Do what? Oh, is that the word for it? I think, is that the thing for, I'm only on season four of Game of Thrones. I really don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen a, uh, any episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, no spoilers, because um, I still don't know who wins the throne or whatever. <laughs> who gets the sword chair? Yeah, um, <laughs> the sword chair. <laughs> um, okay, so, so, like, you can see inside and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, through Dracarys, you can see... That the inside of this building is decrepit, and it's cold, and it's abandoned. And you can tell from the dilapidated, is that the right word for it? Yep. Uh, The dilapidated decorations that it used to be a very lush mansion, but it has since been worn down and abandoned. And it's, it's very dark inside, and with the thick fog... From the out, it's it's very dark with the fog from the outside seeping inside, and uh, roll perception. Okay, I don't know what the perception on a sprite is, but I rolled a natural eighteen. So, okay, so with that roll, you can sense a presence upstairs, but it's not moving, and um, the the cat and the owl sit at the entrance and are waiting for you two to come in behind them. Okay. I think there's something upstairs. And the cat and the owl are waiting for us. And I don't know why, but I feel like it's important that we whisper. And Lily says, what do you think it is? I'm really crossing my fingers that it's not like a dead body or something. But he said it's not moving, so maybe it's like a paralyzed body, or maybe it's like a ghost, or maybe it's like a trap that's waiting for us to trigger it, or maybe it's like another cat, but maybe not a familiar cat, or it's something else that also has a familiar that's looking through its familiar waiting for people like us to enter the manor. Or it could be like, I don't know, like a suit of armor. This seems like the kind of place that would have a suit of armor, but it'd probably be like really rusted because it's not properly taken care of. And she says, okay, it, it's probably one of those things. Probably. <laughs> um, and we work our way inside. <laughs> okay. So 
you work your way inside and you see everything that your uh, that Dracara saw. And immediately, once the cat and owl pair see you, they rush over to a door to the right and begin to and the cat begins to scratch at it. Okay, um, Dracaris, like, flies up and just sits on my shoulder. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I'll start walking toward the door. I assume Lil will come with me. Yeah, she, yeah, definitely. I'm just gonna, like, test the handle, not open the door. Is it locked? No, it's not locked. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay, very gingerly open the door, peek into the room. So, you open the door, and it leads to a stairway going downstairs. It's the basement. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. Um, I'm gonna, like, clutch my little chain necklace and just think about Salune. Okay, so, uh, you two, I guess the four slash five of you walk down the stairs and and the the cat goes with the owl on its back very quickly down the stairs and is not hesitant to to go forward and downstairs you it's like a cellar it's it's kind of cold like a like a wine cellar would be and um it has some barrels and crates but it also has a small cell and on the inside of the cell you see two small girls huddled up with each other one looks a few years older than the other, and they look cold, and they're shivering, and they seem to be mostly unconscious. And the uh, as you walk up to them, the cat and the owl slide through the bars and huddle up with them. The, the cat goes to the older girl and the owl to the younger girl. Wait, they're like in a cage? Did you say that? Yes, they're in a cell. Oh, okay. Oh, in a cell. Okay, yeah, that would imply cage that, or like bars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what words mean. Um, <laughs> okay, can uh, are they like responding to the pets in any way? A a little bit. Not not really much. They're shivering. You can see that they're shivering, and they're just kind of huddled up with each other. I will approach the bars of the cage. Okay, cell cell. And say, are you guys okay? And they they both open their eyes, and the older one kind of immediately looks spooked, but the little one has a little bit of hope in her eyes, and she says, are you here to help us? Yeah, um, we found your familiars and uh, we were just following them back to see what was at the end of them. How long have you been here? Um, the older one looks up at you and says, we don't know, there's there's no windows down here. It's, it's cold. It's okay. Um, do I see like a lock on the cell? Yeah, it's, it's similar to the one uh, at the front of the gate. So, Lily is going to try to to lockpick it again. And that's a dirty 20. So, she... Is that uh, what you're calling them now, dirty 20s? Yeah, I mean, like, I've seen stuff on Twitter, people debating which what it should be called. It's like a... So, I'm just going to call it both now. It's a regular 20 with a shot of espresso. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she gets it and she jimmies it open. No problem. And um, they don't really get up. They they don't really react. They just kind of see that the door is open, but they're, they still don't seem to be super trusting of you. Um, my name is Kitsa. You can call me Kit. What are your guys' names? The... The little one looks up at you and she says, My name's Simmy. And the the older one says, My name's Kiki. Kiki and Simmy. Do you guys know how you ended up here? The, the older one says, We were just gathering supplies in the forest and I don't know what happened, but there was an, an old tall woman and I don't know, we just got dizzy all of a sudden and then the next thing we knew we were down here and we sent our familiars out because we we were lost and we didn't know where we were and we were afraid that if we tried to get out she would come back down here and hurt us okay well we're not going to let her hurt you and we're gonna get you guys and take you back home to your family do you know where she went and they both shake their heads okay well, I think the best course of action is just to try and walk out of the haunted manor and then just see what happens. Okay. Um, so that's what you're going to do? Yep. I look at Lil and I kind of help, like, <laughs> you know, I essentially want one of us to be in front and the two kids to be side by side in the middle and one of us in the back. Okay. Good plan. Um so you, uh, they stand up and they they seem pretty weak, but they're definitely able to to stand and walk with you. And you get upstairs without any problem. And uh, the the familiars are still there with them, still still at their side. The owl is on Simmy's uh, shoulder, and the cat is at Kiki's feet. And you walk upstairs and you get back to the first floor. And as you are reaching for the door, you hear a very soothing voice come from behind you. And it says, You weren't planning on leaving, were you? We were just about to have some fun. And you look behind you, and there is a tall, blonde woman standing there. Uh, no, we were, thank you for your hospitality, but we were planning on just, uh, walking out of here. When you start to protest, she starts to grow taller and thinner, and her skin grows dark, and her eyes go black, and her hair gets longer and darker, and she she's kind of similar to Other Mother from Coraline. Uh. Um... If, if you know if you know what I'm talking about and uh, her I mean, voice gets deep <laughs> okay <laughs> um, her her voice gets deeper and she says don't you want to have some fun and what do you do um I'm gonna fire off an eldritch blast okay so yeah you do that and uh, she gets taken by surprise a little bit and she gets blown back into the stairs and before you can do anything else, the two familiars, the owl and the cat, start to hiss and hoot at the woman, and they rush forward and attack her. 
and the owl uses its talons to to scratch at her and the cat climbs up and claws at her face and she is overtaken pretty quickly by these two familiars what do you do um i rolled the damage for my other eldritch blast should i tell you that uh no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter oh okay i i'm gonna cast chill touch on the thing what does that do well i'm so glad you asked chill touch is a spell that i know very well it I create a ghostly skeletal hand that will like assail the target and it will take I, I roll a spell attack and it takes 1d8 necrotic damage can't regain hit points until my next turn and if it's undead it has disadvantage on attack rolls okay well it's not undead <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'll tell you that um, so you you cast that spell at her and Lily just kind of goes up to you and she says, come on, come on, they're distracting it. Let, let's get out of here while we can. And uh, she she pulls Sim- Simmy or, along with her out, outside. Okay, yeah, I push Kiki, I push him, and we, we go out the door. Yeah, so uh, you the four of you rush outside and you uh, leave the establishment and you leave the, the two familiars still attacking this woman. And you, you get out. You have escaped. And you have fruit that can transport you home instantly. Cool. Yeah, I I do that. That seems like it went very quickly. I rolled a nat twenty on my chill touch. Yeah. All right. Well. Sh- well yeah. She. We, uh, we take the fruit. We'll just eat the fruit. We'll just get out of there. Yeah. Um. So Lily slices up one of the apples for for both of the girls, and they both take bites, and you are transported home, and you're back at the guild, and. Lily assures the two of them that they will be taken home as soon as they can. And that's the end of the episode. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.